happy Friday, KMA land. This is the Double X Factor, and I'm your Friday host, Sandy Edie Hansen. This week, Spencer and I have been chatting about the topic of self-compassion. It's important to note that self-compassion is not the same thing as self-esteem. The two get confused sometimes. So let me show the difference from Dr. Kristen Neff. Self-esteem is an evaluation of self-worth. Self-compassion isn't judgmental at all. Instead, it's a way of relating to the ever-changing landscape of who we are with kindness and acceptance, especially when we feel like we've failed or we feel inadequate. Now, self-compassion is also not self-pity. In fact, self-compassion is the antidote to self-pity. While self-pity says, poor me, self-compassion recognizes that life's hard for everyone. Research shows that self-compassionate people are actually less likely to ruminate on how bad things are, which is why they have better mental health. There's also a pervasive myth that if we show ourselves compassion, we won't be successful in life. Well, here's a newsflash for you. No one changes through being shamed. You cannot shame or belittle anyone into changing their behavior, period. So thinking you can't drive yourself to success or higher things in life if you let up on yourself is simply dead wrong. And speaking of higher things, for me, my connection to the divine is deeply important to me. I want that connection to be strong. And if I'm unkind to myself, I actually pinch that channel off a bit. You can't shut it down completely no matter what, but you can pinch it down to where you have a hard time feeling it when you're not self-compassionate. When we do that, we're not seeing ourselves in a way that the divine sees us. We narrow down the open channel that is available to us. Same is true for our connection to ourselves and being our best selves. We can't do that if we aren't self-compassionate. Our inner bully is blocking that doorway and dimming our light. When we're self-critical, we're activating our body's threat defense system. We become both the attacker and the attacked. Connecting to our true self is almost impossible when we're doing this. Have you noticed? Now, to quote Kristen Neff again, the components of self-compassion are self-kindness, mindfulness, and common humanity. Another way to describe these three essential elements is loving, connected presence. Neff has actually developed a self-compassion test you can take to find out how you're doing in this crucial life skill. It's 26 questions. You can find it at selfcompassion.org. The thing that can cause us the most suffering in life is our repeated negative thoughts. Studies show that people who are higher on the self-compassion scale take a broader perspective on life and in general tend to be more accepting of others and are generally happier in their lives. Seems like a pretty good return on investment of being a little kinder to ourselves, don't you think? Now next week, Spencer and I are on to another topic of personal growth, so be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration tied to the topic we cover here in the broadcast. Till next week. Later!